This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have a listen to this. Have a listen to this. Now, that kind of talk this week dragged Australia's share market to a two-year low. There are, of course, He was the big spender. The big spender. Doing the grocery shopping can take a huge chunk out of the family budget. And that's finance. Hello and welcome to a special bonus episode of Comedian vs. Economist. We demystify the world of money and help you get a handle on the bigger picture my name's Adam, and I'm joined, as always, by my little older brother and real-life economist, Thomas. Welcome, Thomas. Yeah, thanks, Adam. How are you doing? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Now, Thomas, bonus episode time, mm. which means, uh, listeners out there, if you are listening to this, unfortunately, that means that we're dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, uh, I'm hoping that, it, that our death maybe was at least shrouded in mystery and mourned by millions of people lamenting the loss of creative geniuses taken in their prime a la kind of a Kurt Cobain style uh maybe who else Jim Morrison Jeff Buckley people like that uh so yeah possibly we're dead or we could be on holidays it might be Easter that's the other (laughs) probably more much more likely scenario uh in any case this is a bit of a bonus episode that we recorded in case we couldn't make it into the studio for this week uh for whatever reason that might be so thank you for tuning in we hope you uh we hope that it's an enjoyable listen anyway i think we're going to have a bit of fun and let's hope maybe that if we if we if we did sadly pass away uh let's uh let's hope that this is a particularly good episode uh, because mm. i think like we're taking a pretty big risk here with uh doing a, a, a final episode as one about Monopoly, the board game, would be uh, that'd be the greatest tragedy. Oh, I think the tragedy would be being dead, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair but, point. Yeah, fair point. Uh, I did mention Monopoly. We are going to talk Monopoly today, um, and it's come up recently for me because um, we did a, an episode. I don't know how long ago now, but we did an episode about. Uh, Google and their stoush with the government, as you mentioned in our reasons why we might not we might not be here. Um, and Google has a monopoly on search. And we were talking off air just prior to recording that episode. And I mentioned that um, I'd started playing Monopoly with my kids recently. And I had to, in teaching them how to play it, I had to just have a bit of a refresher on the rules uh, and brush up and, and just kind of get my head around Monopoly again, uh, and some of them were quite interesting, to be honest. Some of them, I'm pretty sure, Thomas, you and I used to play as kids. I'm pretty sure we didn't use all of the rules mm. when we were playing as kids. Oh, yeah, I don't imagine we would have read them all. It was just sort of assumed knowledge growing up, wasn't it? Just Yeah, it's a bit like a, it's, it's like a traditional passing down of, of, of knowledge. Like, I imagine Dad taught us the rules, probably his dad taught him like the game has been around mm. for a long time mm, mm, mm. 
Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I did have to. I did have to. Uh, I did have to brush up on Monopoly, but um, I did. It did get me thinking. Um, obviously, Monopoly. For those of you that don't know, it's all about buying property. It's about trying to make money. It's about trying not to go bankrupt. It seemed like there's a lot of parallels, obviously, with uh, with modern life, particularly people who are in, into investing or uh, you know property developing or what have you. And I wondered, Thomas, is Monopoly a good reflection of how the economy actually works? Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting point. Like the Monopoly was actually developed uh, very early. It was around 1902, I think, by a woman named Elizabeth Maggie. I'm not sure if I got that name right, but probably no one cares. I don't cares think now. she minds. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was initially developed as a teaching aid to t- help people learn about how Monopoly worked. Um, one of the great innovations about it was that it, it was the first to have this sort of circular model of a game. So like snakes and ladders, you sort of go from one place to another. Monopoly mm. was the first sort of one where you go round and round and round. Um, but she was trying to man- like trying to explain to people how capitalism worked in in the real world and the way that wealth accumulated in a smaller number of hands as time went on, and that once you had sort of entrenched market power, uh, whether that was as a company or as a landlord, as a owner of land, that enabled you to extract more and more rent from mm. the group, the playing group, uh, until there was only one person left. Um, and in that sense, it was meant to be a bit of a dire warning about the dangers of capitalism. What? Um, this is a stretch. <laughs> no, no, legit, legit. She, she, was, she was a Georgist. So her, her father was, yeah, was a Georgist. There, uh, there's a school of economics that believes everyone in the economy should be called George. <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're, they're people who follow the teachings of Henry George, who's sort of a famous progressive economist. And around the turn of the century, the 20th century, he, it was quite big. He was that Georgism was sort of like the vanguard of the progressive movement. Mm. Um, and the central idea with that Henry George had was that that land is the foundation of the economy. That everything comes back to land. Um, Land. We shouldn't own land in the way that we own material goods, like having the exclusive possession of land, because we don't own it forever. We are sort of custodians of it for a time. It land belongs to the Commonwealth, to the common people. Mm. Um, yeah, and so yeah, we sh- that's sort of like the foundational unit of economic activity, and that's also where we should be taxing, where we should be putting taxation. So we shouldn't be putting, we shouldn't be taxing, say, labor income because we don't want to discourage people from working. It doesn't make sense to tax people's income from working. We want to encourage that, um, but we should tax land because that's where that's the seat of economic power. And if we tax it there, then that stops, um, you know, wealth inequality ballooning out of control. But didn't you just say? Didn't you just say that the government should own the land, or the the Commonwealth should own the land, or mm. and so wouldn't they be taxing themselves? Well, no, you 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 still own the land in the, in that George's model. You still own the land, but you pay right. tax. The only tax in the economy is land tax, and it mm. depends on the value of the land that you that you own. That's the and that's the tax that you end up paying. Right, and that's where and that's the same in monopoly. So if you buy the land or the title of the the deed um you get to that's that's essentially the, a, a plot of land but then you can put houses and hotels on it mm. 
you can't you don't pay tax though, right? You don't pay a land tax in Monopoly, right? No, you don't pay a land tax. Yeah, that's if know. people land on your land though, they mm. pay you uh, like a rent. Rent, yeah, 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 yeah. So nothing. Yeah, yeah. So they were set up to. To, to, to mimic how the world worked in, in practice and why you needed a land tax to stop that concentration of power into a single hand. It was meant to, it was a bit like a game of musical chairs. I don't know if you've played musical chairs with your kid, but it's... it's I thought you were, were going to say, I don't know if you've played musical chairs. Uh, yes, yes, I have. familiar with it. I was at a party the other day. It's a disaster. Like one by one, each kid experiences losing. Hmm until there's only one winner left so everyone gets has the experience of losing and like exiting the game it was just kids but crying that's everywhere than, that's better that there's yeah true but that's still better than other games like jenga where there's only one loser <laughs> at least at yeah. least misery has company in that sense and there's a winner and someone who can they can celebrate and go yeah i, I won i was the I was the last man standing. I, f- I fought to the end for this chair, and now I get, I get a, a red skin or whatever it is, some lolly. Mm. Um, I think that's okay, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get into kitty game design. Not getting that, but <laughs> feel free to do a podcast about the board game Monopoly. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but the, the point is, the point that that Elizabeth Maggie was trying to make is that. Mm. Capitalism just creates losers. It creates more and more losers until and fewer and fewer winners. And the fewer that 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 shrinking pool of winners ends up controlling more and more of the board. And you mm. have a have a massive in, until you know income in, inequality naturally increases in a in in a capitalist society society that doesn't have any redistributive policies like a progressive mm. taxation policy or a land tax. Without those redistributive um, policies in place you just income inequality you know mushrooms out of control and spirals out of control until like i don't know what the end result is one one person controlling everything probably bezos and the rest of us owning nothing and that mm. and and the point is that that dynamic is that that's not humans being evil or whatever that that dynamic is just in the rules of the game the way that we have constructed our economic system Mm. That was the point she was trying to make. And Parker Brothers in 1924, when she took it to them, were like, yeah, nah, like, it's a bit political for, <laughs> for our market. I must admit, you took most of the fun out of Monopoly for me just in the last couple of minutes. Oh, really? Well, yeah. to be honest, I've played two games of Monopoly and I hated both of them. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not a game I enjoy. That's because you probably didn't understand most of the rules. Possibly. Like I think, I think you would enjoy the game of Monopoly if we actually played every rule that, as it was written in the rule book. Hmm. Um, and in fact, later on in this podcast, I want to give you a bit of a quiz and see how much you actually know about Monopoly because I think maybe you just played it wrong. Oh. Um, at the risk of at the risk of victim blaming here, um, your <laughs> right. poor experience playing Monopoly might have been down to the fact that you didn't invest enough in learning how to play it. That's a classic capitalism defenders response it's not a problem it's not a systemic problem with capitalism it's just that you weren't playing it right you didn't try hard enough you didn't didn't save enough you you wasted too much money on avocado smushed avocado Mm. breakfasts you weren't playing the game right you weren't playing it right Mm. exactly that's why you went bankrupt and you lost Mm. 
Yeah, it's the Apple defense when when people couldn't get any reception on their iPhone, and Apple came out without without with a completely straight face and said, "You're holding it wrong." <laughs> <laughs> they didn't Don't do put that. your fingers on the antenna bit. <laughs> did they really? went, Yeah, yeah. I think it was the iPhone four, or four or five, and yeah, like the new iPhone came out, and nobody could get reception. <laughs> it was just like dead spots all over everywhere. And uh. Apple was like, look, like we hear you, but at the same time, you should really try holding it like this because <laughs> <laughs> you'll have much more success. Um, it is interesting. The game of Monopoly, um, I quite like it and um, my kids are learning it. But it is true that um, it takes a long time to play. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's the other challenge with Monopoly. And you mentioned that it goes around and around and around and around. Um, it absolutely does. In fact, the longest, I did some Googling before, the longest game of Monopoly to ever have been played was 70 straight days. Wait, what? Wow, really? Well, like at one, mm-hmm. of the, one of the Monopoly competitions. There used to be worldwide Monopoly competitions, tournaments. Really? Yeah, yeah. Up until like 2009. Is that right? Mm. No, well, I don't know. I just, I read it on a, a fun fact about Monopoly page. <laughs> um <laughs> 70 so, hours. Oh, what a waste. 70 days. 70 days. 70, 70 days. days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 70 days. Um, but I don't know, like, I don't know how you can measure, um, I don't know how you can measure continuous play of Monopoly. Like, I reckon we could set the record for the longest game of Monopoly if we just started one today and it just got to your turn and you just went, hmm, let me think about that for a minute. <laughs> And then just we returned in we returned in seventy one days. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah let's put our name up for Guinness Book of Records. <laughs> something to be proud of. Show the grandkids. Uh, yeah, something something to aspire to. Um, you're not you're not a fan of Monopoly. Mm. No. Um, which is disappointing. It could make the it could make the quiz coming up quite boring for our listeners, unfortunately. <laughs> oh no, like, oh, like I'm a gun at it. Like I won. Oh, you're both a gun of, at it. Yeah, <laughs> well, I won both of those games. <laughs> Who did you play? Can I remember. I, was oh, this? I don't know. It's probably you. Probably you and yeah. Joe. Do you know one of the things I did learn about Monopoly is that one of the players has to be the banker, right? Uh huh. And if you've got a few players playing, they recommend that someone is just the banker. Like, oh, what? <laughs> you're not actually playing. You're not actually playing. They recommend someone's role in the game of of Monopoly is to oh. just be the banker, <laughs> which will make a little bit more sense, I think, to you when I tell you some of these other rules. But oh. um, you, had to but charge you can't interest? imagine it. Well, you, yeah, you do. There's income tax in Monopoly. What? Yeah right. Um, yeah. So one of the one of the players is the banker, and that's it. That's all he or she does. They're the bank. Um, and I don't remember. We never played with a dedicated banker. I don't recall as kids, did we? Um, oh, like I just feel like like who's going to be the like our little sister Joe um, would probably be the most obvious choice. She seems to be the most responsible <laughs> with money out of the three of us. Um, but that would have been open to all sorts of corruption because we're she was our you know she's what four years younger than me. So when we were, say we were, you know, 10 and 11 years old, she's like six, man, mm. corruption would have been rife. <laughs> oh, she would have been open to it for sure. She would have been soliciting. Yeah. 
<laughs> Dad would have had to be like the royal commissioner. <laughs> royal commission into the banking sector. <laughs> yeah. Mum could have been like mainstream media, just covering the stories. <laughs> cool. Well, um, why don't we pause here? We'll grab a quick break uh, and a word from our sponsor. And we'll come back and I want to give you a Monopoly quiz. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. We are talking Monopoly, uh, not in the economic sense, in the board game sense. Uh, Thomas, not a big fan of Monopoly, but I've got a bunch of questions here to test your knowledge and maybe hopefully provide you uh, a little bit more interest in your next game of Monopoly. Maybe Christmas time, next next Christmas catch up we have, we can we can get the board game out and uh, and give it a whirl. So, uh, first question: mm. How can you get out of jail? Ah, mm. so you get sent to jail. You, you do not pass go, so you mm. don't get your salary. You don't get your two hundred dollars. Mm. Mm-hmm. You go direct to jail. How do you get out? You have to, you have to pay a fine, don't you? Mm, that's one way you can get out. There's there's three oh. ways you can get out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, do you pull a? Can you pull a card? Like, yeah, is there a get a, a get out of jail card or something? There is a get out of jail free card. That's right. Ah, oh, get out of jail free card. That's where that expression <laughs> comes from. <laughs> yeah, get out of jail free card. So if you've got one of those, you can use it. Or you, yeah. as you say, you're right. You can pay a fine. You can buy a get out of jail free card from ah, someone else. From someone so else, really? From someone else, yeah. yeah so right. I would be willing to sell you my get out of jail free card for seventy dollars. Do you get to name the price? Yeah, absolutely. yeah, right. Oh, sweet. So you can pay fifty dollars to get out to the bank, or you can buy mine for seventy dollars. So that's two ways you can get out. The other way mm. is you can throw a double. You can you can ah. take your chances. You've got three three chances to throw a double and if you throw a double you get to move the num- that number of spaces and you oh, get out of jail wow um but you've only got three at what the I- end of your three goes you have to pay the 50 dollars to get out right what if you've got no money then you're bankrupt and you shouldn't be playing anymore all uh, right we'll probably t- ask you to leave the, the, the table and that's capitalism <laughs> <laughs> the other way you can get out of jail is if you've got rich parents uh, yeah, <laughs> they, they, can, <laughs> they can also um, help you get out. All right, so mm. I'll give you I'll give you a half a point for that one. Oh, oh I'll give you a point. Yeah. All right, one point. 
I'm keeping score because um, I can't count to five. It's five questions. All right. <laughs> You're going to be dishing out quarter points and stuff. It's mm. going to get complicated. All right. Bring All it right. on. Number two. All right. Number two. There's a square in Monopoly called free parking. What do you get if you land on the free parking square? Hmm. I'm tempted to say parking, but now it feels what like a trick you? question. is it like you just don't have to pay rent when you're there or yeah that's exactly it um see this is the problem right is the problem is that you've never played monopoly Mm. so you're you're just thinking about what i'm saying as free parking and just going well it sounds like you can just park for free so that's what it is whereas everyone else who's played monopoly is like you get all the money that has been accrued in the middle of the board through like community and chance cards wow um yeah who who thinks that really no everyone that's how we've always played that's how everybody has always played you know why because free parking is boring it's a boring square Ah. no one wants to land in a game where every square has a ramification or an action or something happens Ah. And then you land on this square and everyone goes, meh, oh, next. That's, wow. no, that's no fun. So normally what happens is right. um, Chance and Community Chest, they might yeah. say, um, you've won the beauty pageant. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. $20. Actually, that's a bad example because that's where you're receiving money. Um, speeding fine or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You have to pay $50. Now, according to the rules that I've got here, um, that should go to the bank. But a lot of people say, no, no, that just goes into like a, a slush fund in the middle. And ah. then if you land on free parking, then you get all of that. Right, right. Wow. So, okay. so that's that's usually that's what most people use free parking for. So, I'm not going to give you a point for that one because <laughs> even though you're right, you know, I'm technically right. You yeah. messed up my quiz. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you still have, you still have one point. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Pick up my question. Game. Num- question mm. number three. Um, there is an income tax in Monopoly hmm. that must be paid at various times depending on, on how you can... Uh, I think it's usually through a card that you pick up. What's the tax rate? What's the, what's the income tax rate of Monopoly? Hang on. Is it, so, is it, what's it based on? Your earnings or... I don't even know that much. Is it well, like how percentage. much... Percentage yeah, of your a- wealth or percentage of your income? Well, it's a percentage of your wealth. Right, so it's a wealth tax. Mm. Well, they call it an income tax. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the, the 1937 <laughs> version really just took it in some weird directions. This is the instructions that I've got here. <laughs> they, call uh, it an, they call it an income tax. I haven't actually dug out the card to find out. But uh, Okay. I'm, I'm going to say 30%, 33%. Ooh. 33%. Do you reckon in 1903 when, what mm. was her name, Maggie? Ma- yeah, Elizabeth when Maggie. She, Elizabeth Maggie. Mm. Lizzie Mag, as we call her. Mm. When, when Lizzie came up with, with income tax, she said at 33%. Well, it's not income tax. It's a wealth tax. Well, this is pre-GST, by the way. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, right. 5%. <laughs> it's 10%. 10%. <laughs> wow, that makes sense. Because this so is easy. When, yeah. Yeah. It's a kid's game, remember? Nice round number, yeah. <laughs> 33 <laughs> <laughs> no wonder parker brothers rejected it They're like so we've got a few issues with the game maggie um, <laughs> starting off 
What's going on here with 33%? That's ridiculous. Uh, Calculators haven't been invented. (laughs) That's a nightmare for kids. Uh, Yeah, 10%. Um, So you've got a couple of options when it comes to income tax. You can estimate... Uh, in just you can just estimate what you've got. So it's based based on your net worth, right? Mm-hmm. So that's uh-huh. all the cash that you're holding, all the properties that you've got, all the houses, all the hotels, minus any debts that you're you're owing because you can borrow money and stuff. So you can pay ten percent of your net worth, uh, or you can just pay two hundred dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> really, yeah. Wow. Flat tax, That's right. flat tax of two hundred dollars, yeah. which I would recommend strongly. Yeah. Oh yeah, rich people love the idea of a flat tax. <laughs> well, yeah, that, there is that. But it, I mean, but even if you weren't, even if you didn't, even if you thought that maybe your tax was going to be less than two hundred dollars, nobody else who's playing the game with you wants to sit there and watch <laughs> you work out. <laughs> your net worth by counting up all your cash and your properties and your and hotels your and your debts, ah. getting out, what are you, punching it into Excel? <laughs> <laughs> like, so my suggestion uh. would be just pay the 200 bucks. You're going to yeah. get 200 bucks every time you pass go. Just mm. pay the $200. Yeah. Early versions were sponsored by the Bookkeeping Association of America <laughs> to encourage good bookkeeping skills. Uh, they probably were. Uh, all right, what are we up to? Question four. What did you get that you didn't get any points for that one? So you're still on one point. Mm, okay. Um, all right, question four. What are your options if you land on a on an unowned property square? Buy it. You can buy, buy it. it. Mm. Yep, you can buy it. What if you don't want to buy it? What happens? Ah. Uh, nothing you just keep going don't you next person's mm. turn no it? no it's auction time auction time this is what? a little known rule this is one i this is one that stuck out to me when i was reading it for the kids the other day um and in fact when they're talking about the banker uh they say that when you're choosing the banker particularly if you're going to have a dedicated banker uh you should choose someone who's a good auctioneer because auctioning actually uh oh. auctioning actually makes up a fairly large portion of the game of monopoly i've since learned right so um yeah so the banker sometimes elects to act only as banker and auctioneer so what happens is when you land on a square if you don't want to buy it Uh then you can say no thanks Uh the property then goes up for auction but it's the bank who's running the auction which means that as the person even as the person who passed up the opportunity to buy it initially Mm. you can still participate in the auction right you're just saying i'm just not buying at that price yeah i'm just not buying at that price Ah. which i guess further to your point means that uh you were mentioned you're talking about capitalism and the rich getting richer (laughs) if you're sitting on like a million dollars and everyone else has got ten dollars then you land on an unowned square you can just be like no (laughs) even though i've got a million bucks i'm not paying the full price (laughs) let's go to auction (laughs) everyone else is like well i've got ten (laughs) dollars and you go too bad I have $11 on yeah. buying the property. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, interesting. That would actually yeah. make the game a lot quicker, right? Like I remember when I was playing, like you, you go around quite a few times around without buying everything on the board. But yeah, kind of that would mean like after three or four rounds, everything's been bought, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, usually. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. take long. Yeah, it doesn't take long for most things to be bought but i think what what a lot of people don't do is then sort of sell properties and start trading so you can uh, you can sell properties to other people um uh-huh. but there's rules around that of course you can't if if you've got houses on a property you, you can't sell a property to someone else with a house on it ah uh. yeah so which is interesting which struck me as interesting so being you can't be like a property developer in Monopoly, which ah. is all about seemingly all about property development, <laughs> but you can't buy land and then develop some houses on it and then put a hotel on it and then go now my land's worth, um, you know, whatever it is, a thousand dollars. You can't sell it. You have to sell your houses and your hotels back to the bank, and they give you half price of what you paid for them, so you made wow. a loss. Right. And then and only then can you sell your property to someone else. Is that right? That's yeah. very interesting. There's a lot yeah. more strategy going on than I than I remember. That's what I'm saying. Ah. You might enjoy it. Mm. We're playing at a Christmas time. Yay. So school up, school up. Um, so, yeah, auctions. Yeah. A lot of auctioning going on. Yeah. Right. Uh, so when, when's the borrowing happening? Are you going to get to that or? What borrowing? Didn't you say you can borrow money? Yeah, you can borrow money from other people. From other people. But you can't borrow money from the bank, I don't think. Ah, right. the, bank, the bank is uh, money can be can be loaned to a player by the bank. Oh yeah, and then on, only by mortgaging property. Sorry, you can only borrow from the bank. No player may borrow from or lend money to another player. Uh-huh. So yeah, you can only borrow from the bank, and I think you can only borrow in in through mortgaging property. Mm-hmm. And if you mortgage property, then I think you have to buy it back from the bank at property price plus ten percent. There's that ten percent tax coming in again. I think it is mm-hmm. a, I think ten percent. They said on ten percent. Right. Yeah. There you go. Ah, so there you go. A lot more nuance than I remember. There's a lot of nuance. <laughs> so, final question. You got oh. one point so far. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, what happens if the bank runs out of houses and hotels and you want to buy one? Oh, wow. It's a complex scenario, complex uh, situation. Mm. Um, the bank has to give you some money? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like, sorry, we've Just, run out of we've run out of houses. Here's some, here's some cash. Mm. What we used to do. Mm. Um, so maybe it was me and Joe that used to play Monopoly. You mustn't have, you mustn't have been involved as much. I played that a lot as a kid. You must you must have only come in for two games. <laughs> Failed to understand how things worked and left like, a, like the impatient prick that you are. <laughs> left with all the money, though. <laughs> um, no, so I think what we used to do is we would like get a button or something. Ah, uh, right. <laughs> and we would just pretend to be a house. Yeah, and right. then so that because we were just like, well, that's ridiculous. Mm. We run out of houses. Um, obviously, this isn't meant to happen because you know we all still had some money. No one was bankrupt yet. Um, mm. But no, turns out reading the rules, um, 
this is a building shortage. It's actually an intended consequence throughout the game of Monopoly. And you need to wait for some to become available again before you can buy more. So there's a limited supply of, uh, of houses and hotels. And right. yeah, if you want to buy some, then you can't. The bank says, sorry, haven't got any to sell you. Uh, and you have to wait for some to become available. The way they become available is people can sell them back to the bank at, as mm. I mentioned before, half the price that they paid for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they might do that so that they can mortgage their property or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, the other um, the other thing which is fascinating about about uh, the building shortage is you might remember me saying in the last question, there's a lot of auctioning going on. Mm. If you say to me as the banker, hey Adam, I want to buy some uh, I want to buy a house, and let's say we're playing with Joe, and Joe goes, "Well, I want to buy a house too, and there's only one house left." Guess what? Auction it's time! It's auction time! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> we got ourselves another property auction. So then, there's now there's now there's another auction to see who gets to buy the house, the last remaining house that the bank has to sell. Yeah, right. Oh, so the banker role could be kind of fun in a competitive no, game. I don't, I you don't, still want no. to get involved, wouldn't you? Yeah. I don't think so. You can't win as the banker. Bankers always win. Well, yeah. there's no satisfaction in winning. Mm. Like you'll win, or well, you won't lose. Put it that way, as yeah. the banker. <laughs> but you won't win. You can't. Yeah, right. You won't end up. You won't look down at your at your your property portfolio and go, "Wow, I've got I've got five hotels <laughs> and forty six houses. I've really crushed all my opponents. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling good." Um, you just kind of just finish as a banker. You just yeah. like a. You just go home from your ba- day job. Day the job. Bank. <laughs> 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 yeah, there you go. Uh, auction. There you go. Yeah, right. Did not auction. know that was part of the Monopoly game. A lot yeah. of auctioning going. On. I didn't realize either. Um, yeah. So uh, oh. I'm certainly going to be teaching my kids all the rules. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if that's setting them up for failure in life. Like I don't know if that's mm. setting them up for. Um, when some when they go to a friend's house and they're like, "Why don't we play Monopoly?" <laughs> and now they're that kid who's like, "No, we've got to go to an auction for that property." And everyone's like, "What? You know, there's no such thing as auctioning." You know that you know that person who's always at, at parties going, yeah. "Well, we've got to read the rules. Look, it's right here in the rules." And even though everyone is like, "No, nah, that's not how we play. We've never played it that way." Mm. So I don't know whether I'm doing them a disservice maybe by teaching them every rule mm. in the Monopoly mm. rulebook. Um, I wonder. I wonder if it sets them up for life. Like, there's enough of like how the real world works. I think there's a there's there's definitely elements of it. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. You know, especially as you say in a capitalist society. Mm. Well, yeah, I wonder yeah. if they'll come away with the realization that a universal land tax is the only <laughs> integral form of taxation I, policy. I think you're the only person to take that message <laughs> out of the game of Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> um, perhaps what you could do though is at the bottom of this in, of these instructions these are genuine like just for our listeners out there I'm not reading this off the internet this is a genuine set of Monopoly from a fair while ago I think um, the reason I know it's from a fair while ago and you might like to do this Tom mm. is uh, at the bottom of the instructions they say questions on this game will be answered gladly if if correct postage is enclosed <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe you could write to them and ask them about whether or not a universal land tax 
should mm. be added to the game of Monopoly. There are a lot of variations of Monopoly now. There's like a lot of, I don't know, there's mm. Disney Monopoly and I think football clubs ah, have released yeah, their right. own Monopoly. and um, uh-huh. There's more than just the original, which I think was, yeah. was based on Atlantic City from what I read. Yeah, right? yeah, I think that's right. And then there was a, then there was a London one. Yeah, I always swore it was an English. I, I've only ever played the UK version. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's right. Questions on uh, questions on Monopoly will definitely uh, you can email you can email us if you like, and we can forward on your questions <laughs> as long as you pay the postage. <laughs> um, uh, what are we? CVE at equitymates.com. You can get us on email or head over to the website, equitymates.com forward slash CVE. Um, we hope you've had a, a fun time this episode. We hope that you maybe uh, can torture your friends with all the rules of Monopoly at your next Monopoly gathering. I don't even know if people play Monopoly anymore generally, but it used to be popular. So uh, it's been fun. Thomas, thank you for your input. No, thank you. Check out the shirts on equitymates.com for you know thomas the economist forever in our hearts (laughs) (laughs) yes uh and we hope to be joining you again uh next week with some uh more topical news from the world of economics we'll see you then this podcast proudly brought to you by equitymates media always remember all information contained in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only It is not intended as a substitute for professional, financial, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to our disclaimer page where you can find resources to search for a registered financial professional near you.